0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I don't know about you guys, but for me, the game is 10 times more exciting when i putting my money on it. Sometimes I have a gut feeling about a matchup, but sometimes I'm just betting on my team just because they're my team. Regardless, whether you've been betting for years or you're ready to play for the first time, my book is your best bet. They got all kinds of sports to bet on. Baseball playoffs are here. If you join now, double. If you join now, my bookie will double your first deposit. Enter the promo code Chair C H A I R, and put hundred in, get hundred back. Put forty five and get forty five back. And then you, you can also put on fantasy points. And if you miss, if you miss that timetable to bet on your favorite game, you can put a live bet on. For instance, for me, yesterday I put a big live bet on the Steelers they were plus nine and a half against the Baltimore Ravens. I looked at the uh, climate of the game and I threw a heavy bet because regardless of who was quarterbacking at the time for the Ravens or, or the Steelers, they were going to nail it. So check out guys, it's mybookie.ag, they got mobile set free and easy to use. You bet, you win, you get paid. Alright guys, welcome in. It's our Panther Rants podcast. Or I should say Pit Panther Rants and other sports rants. Welcome in. Brought to you by Armchair Media. I hope you guys are having the happiest of happy Mondays. Me, I'm just still trying to wake up. I gotta go in the office. Well, actually the main hospital get myself a new badge because I lost mine and I can't find it. And... You always get that one person in your office. The thing is, everybody forgets their badge. So when they forget it, I know I know the people are because I've been the um, I've been the uh, you know in the building for so long now, for years. I know who they are, and I know that they work. You know, with the company, but you're always going to get that one person who uh, who will question why you're um, in the office. Or why are you, you know, coming in the office of a badge and who are you and what do you do? I had that, you know, unfortunately, I, happen, I had it happen to me. That's why I'm going to get a badge. And on top of that, because I have to go and um, do a whole bunch of other stuff. I have to travel to other sites this week. And, of course, I'm going to need my badge to deal with. Because I'm going to say, who the hell are you? And I'm going to say, well, so-and-so, oh, where's your badge? So I don't want to deal with that. But yeah, you know, know, it had to happen to me, you know, at the office where they were like, it was the one guy. He said, well, can I help you? And I said, well, yeah, I'm I'm trying to get in. Oh, who do you work with? And I just, you know, I recited my, you know, who I worked with, my manager, my employee number. And I think all my um, user IDs for all the different systems. I think he eventually got it, but he's new, and of course, you know, he wants to be that guy, so whatever. My family came in on Saturday, and we watched the pit game, and, you know, my dad, you know, he came in, he wasn't sure where the game was, and that's the thing, I, I was like, well, you know, we're in Texas now, we're on the market. I was, excited when, I was excited when UVerse verse got the ACC network. But then I realized that, um, well... I was out of market, so I couldn't get the game or the, or the network. I was going to have to upgrade my package. And given I, given, given I spent off on cable and internet, I really just didn't feel like upgrading. For that price, i rather just... I'd rather just go online and find a stream... That's all. Because it's really not worth it for me. You know, from you know, for a few games a year, I don't really feel it's worth it for me to upgrade. I'm sure basketball will be a different story, but again, I'll find a stream for that as well. YouTube also does a hell of a job with the games as well because you can get, you, you can get the condensed game footage where it's like they take it from you know, that two, you know, that two, three hour game, the 20, 30 minutes, and they just give you like the key drives and the highlights, I mean, how things developed, oh, you catch my drift, well, you know, we watched the game and, the, you know, it was a tale of two halves, I mean, uh, Pitt dominant, you know, Pitt was very dominant in the first half, and of course, as we were watching the game, my dad said, "Well, they always fuck up in the second half." He said, "He said they stopped scoring." He said, "They're they're they're a really bad second half team." And yeah, no argument there. And but it was looking good. I mean, pick you know pick up you know force the fumble, and they were up twenty six to three. It was looking great. Then something odd happened well pick out a stop and Duke had a punt and Paris Ford was back there filling the punt which we have no idea why usually French does this I don't know why they put Ford back there maybe they thought he could break one I don't know but he was back there and Duke kicked it off and he muffed the punt and they recovered at the goal line and next thing you know it was twenty-six. Well, 26 And then it was just downhill from there. Next possession. Pickett makes a nice completion. They fumble. Duke gets it back. Duke scores. Yeah. And then, of course, he threw... Then, then I think it was the drive after He threw a pick. Yeah, he threw... Yeah, he threw right to the lineman. And, uh... Yep. At one point, it was twenty six to um yeah, it was twenty six twenty four. And Pitt was just holding on to the lead barely. Then, pickets the ball, they drive, they pin, and they pinned uh, Duke back at their own goal line. Well, not really on goal line. I think it was like at ten or eleven, probably. It was you know it was deep in their territory. Uh, it looked good things looked good until uh, pick up flag with a roughing uh, or uh, what was it targeting call and if you looked at the play Paris Ford was looking to make the tackle and the guy lowered his head and you know that happened so ACC officials wrote a targeting which it really wasn't he got kicked out of the game and a few plays later Duke scored a touchdown it was 30 to 26 now my dad and I were getting ready to turn off the game at that point because my dad said there's no point they always do this shit they always screw up they always break your heart 30 plus years of this crap and this is all they do Uh, so yeah I agree but like any curious pit fans we kept the game on with one, one one something left probably 130 maybe and Pickett's driving down the field. He's completing passes. And we're like, what's going to happen here? They get to the 10, of course. We get we get called for a, um, I guess, you know, I think French ran out. Somebody was out of bounds, I think it was French. But, you know, the call was right, he was out of bounds. So we're like, oh, he got a call right. But then... He finds Philly Carter. He breaks it, and a touchdown on the ensuing drive. You know, Duke obviously, you know, Pitt defense took care of it, and then Pitt came out the victors. That's pretty much a close notes version of really what happened. I mean, this game itself. I mean, this is the second week in a row where the, where, the, where Pitt played very undisciplined. Uh, the defense was, you know, became emotionally unglued. In the second half, they were taking dumb penalties. The ACC officiating was bad. It really was, but a lot of Pitt's issues were self inflicted. They were up 26-3. to three. And all they had to do was, um, you know, take care of business. And for some reason, it just didn't happen. Two, um, several bad turnovers changed the course of the game. And the makeup of it, because they gave Duke momentum. And what you don't want to do is give the, uh, the Blue Bloods any help as well as if if they're not getting enough as it is so all Penna to do is really not fuck up and they could have you you know they could have wonched out of that that stain very easily but they didn't and you know luckily for them they have you know a bye week They have a bye week where they play Syracuse on the 18th. So they will have time to work this out. And on top of that, they got to figure out what to do with, um, you know, with their defensive Paris for being out. He's going to be out for the first half of the Syracuse game. And Syracuse obviously sucks at defense, but they have a potent offense. And, I mean, so they have to figure that one out. Because we're probably going to have another high-scoring game. As usual, I mean, last year we went we went to overtime with Syracuse, and I'm sure it'll be it'll be another fun party. I mean, we 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 seem to always have fun times playing Syracuse, no matter what how things go. I mean, we we had a basketball score you know a few seasons ago where we beat them 76-61. You know, it was a hell of a game. I I mean, how many years ago was that? I mean, uh... You know, Mike Young had twenty. Had, he had thirty points. You know, the rebound differential was great. I mean, Jamie, Jamie put a you know, Jamie Dixon put a masterful plan together. I think it was, I think he was still the coach at that time when they when they had a big score. Or Maybe Stallings was the coach still. You know, I think it was Stallings because I think it was. It was the, um, I think it was 2016. So, yeah, you know what? I think, yeah, you know what? Stallings was not the, coo- you know, he was the coach. Damn. So, Kevin Stallings put a masterful plan to beat Syracuse. I guess you can add that, uh, you can add that win to his uh, eight other wins he had a pit. God, what a mess that was, wasn't that? I mean,. We all agreed it was time for us to part ways with Dixon. I think Jamie was obviously ready to go. He supposedly had his foot at the door for a while. And we figured, hey, we'll get ourselves... Some, you, know, you know, We've done pretty well. I mean, the program's got a lot of notoriety in the last decade. Maybe we'll get ourselves a nice hire. Well then Scott Barnes then you know lets out that you know we're hiring Kevin Stellings and um <laughs> he was so excited he couldn't he just couldn't sleep all night he had, he was he just couldn't he was just so excited from this hire that he just couldn't get to himself something he couldn't sleep he was up all night excited yeah thanks Thanks a lot for that. Now, as far as this pit win goes, it wasn't pretty. I mean, we won. We we shouldn't really feel good about it. I mean, look, we just won the game, okay? So, let's not argue about it. Let's not fight about it. Yeah, the fishing was bad, but a lot of stuff Pitt did was self-inflicted as well. I mean, they. I mean, Pitt didn't help their help their cause either. You know, it wasn't all that great. Um, our um, offensive line was Swiss cheese for the most part. The play calling at one point was pretty un- unimaginary. I'm not sure if um, you know. Whipple was told to uh, take the foot off the accelerator and I just, you know, if that's the case I really hope Narduzzi doozy realizes in college football the, the object is to score a lot of points you know defense is great but you gotta score a lot of points you gotta keep scoring and we're not at that luncher, where we can take the foot off the accelerator you know we're getting there as far as depth is concerned but we got some ways to go we can't be like James Franklin at Penn State where he can put up 28 on uh, Purdue in the first half, and he, he can pretty much coast in the second half. I mean, they, they won that game 35-7. Um, Purdue, I mean, they were 28. That's the bad part about that whole thing was if you're a betting person, Purdue is without their, top, without their starting quarterback one of their top players as well, I think the receiver, and they were 20 and a half point dogs. I stayed away from that line because I figured something bad was going to happen. Of course, it did. Penn State beat my by 28 and didn't cover. It's the same with that West Virginia game. At, at uh, kickoff, It was the the line was ten, 10 and a half. There were some people that bet that, that took Texas when the line was 11 and a half. So what, the, what happened there? Well... West Virginia um, scored. No, I think it was 11. Yeah, the line was 11, I think. West Virginia scored and, well, late and and killed that one. Yeah, that sucks. But yeah, they just don't have that luxury. Not at all. But, um, hopefully maybe in the bye week they will uh, rest up just in case you know we don't have to bench any starters or anything and yeah you know work out some things figure out why the fuck we're not playing dis- undi- where, well excuse my language guys um, why we're playing undisciplined why we keep taking dumb penalties it's two weeks in a row anyhow yeah, some of it you could put on ACC fish shame, but some of it was self inflicted on them as well. And let's also forget that um, we were aided as well in that in that win. We had a pick six. We also uh, forced a fumble deep in Duke's territory, and then you know we scored uh, scored on, on you know on the ensuing drive. So neither one of us really played play perfect, but you're not, you know, at the end of the day, you get your wins when you can. There's no style points. Pissed up playing in the college football playoff anyway, so we got to take the wins any way we go. Anyways, guys. Let's get to some more of the rest of what happened this weekend. Well, you know, Purdue and Penn State squared off and we saw what happened there. Penn State destroyed them Well in the first half they did and they just they went on cruise control in the second half and if you've um, took Penn State the points, well, you know, that kind of sucked. West Virginia I had a feeling Duke was going to, um. So looking around the ACC, uh, Louisville knocked off Boston College. I took BC with a plus four and I thought they would actually win that game, but I didn't realize how bad BC's gotten. And of course, supposedly they're having issues in their secondary. Louisville obviously is; um, their offense is starting to come into uh, come into play, and they're putting up points. So Louisville's kind of down, but they're not going to be down for too long. I mean, they're, they're at least making some strides on offense. Boston College, I'm not sure what happened to them. They start off pretty pretty decent, but they, I figured they would um, be a little bit better than what they were, unfortunately they're not. I think with Boston College, they just are what they are. They're going to be one of those six or seven win teams. Maybe they, maybe they, maybe they get the eight, te- eight wins, you never know, but they just are what they are, and I mean yeah, we're kind of in the same boat as they are for the most part, but with us there's so there's always gonna be some sort of hope. Whereas with them there's no hope. They just are what they are. Uh, Virginia Tech in Miami Virginia Tech was a heavy underdog in this one and for obvious reasons. But uh, you know, I call this a job security bull because well, both coaches really needed this win and Virginia Tech was up 20 nothing to half and they almost blew the lead they won though 42-35 in a high scoring affair those people thought it would be low scoring but I'm not sure what is going on in Miami but I don't know North Carolina-Georgia Tech UNC won that game and they were, that game was never in doubt and that's pretty much you know the ACC in a nutshell, because all the bye weeks are all starting, and we're not obviously going to see much. And in fact, with all the bye weeks coming in, there's really not much to you know to talk about. oh, I mean, Friday we had UCF in Cincinnati. I placed a big bet on the over in that game, and well, not too much, not too big, but it was, you know it was enough where I could recover I thought the game would go over but I wasn't banking on Central Florida turn the ball over as much as they did and stinking up the joint uh, Cincinnati won that one 27-24 as some people say well, we can now stop talking about the UCF being this power uh, You know that ended two weeks ago in Heinz buddies we took care of that shit not Cincinnati but of course Cincinnati did it, so now everybody gets to, you know, talk about that, I mean, I went, you know, at one point, Cincinnati was, there was, we were living in a world 10 years ago, where Cincinnati and Ohio State were both in the top 10, Cincinnati was ranked higher than, higher than them, but then, Brian Kelly left, and, conference expansion happened and that was that so they were no more after that and I mean they had 40,000 for the Central Florida game and you know it's kind of nice that Cincinnati still has a following despite what happened with conference expansion that's good I mean you gotta have that still I mean just go to the games and enjoy it I mean I don't think Pitt's ever going to get to the college football playoff or national title, but go to the games and enjoy them. That's what they're there for. I mean, that's I mean, that's pretty, you know, that's the thing. Go a game where there's no where a team plays in a non-power conference, and you'll kind of get some perspective on life, or just no, not so much on life, on college football in general. I mean, I, I I went to a few Rice games, and you know, a few years back, and they played in conference. You was saying, and you know. At the time, they were contenders for the, for the conference, and that was their big thing was winning the conference. Their award was playing the Liberty Bowl, and yeah, it was, just, it was only in the Liberty Bowl, but to them, that was a huge deal. Some other stinkers, let's see, Iowa-Michigan. I, I was expecting Iowa to uh, win that one, but their uh, offense for its ugly head, and they lost to Michigan 10-3, so pretty, a tip, pretty typical Big Ten score. Uh, Paul Christ in the uh Wisconsin Badgers dropped 40 in on Kent State, winning 48-nothing. Florida beat Auburn and everybody had Auburn winning this one and covering. You know, I think the cover the spread was like was plus two they were getting. Or minus two I think they were getting and Florida beat them by eleven. So it goes to show how much we know about gambling and betting. Georgia, destroyed Tennessee SMU beats Tulsa Ohio State, Hammer, Michigan State 34-10 Oregon beat Cal I figured Cal would be I mean Oregon was a 21 point favorite in that one yeah, no surprise there Stanford beat Washington, which is a surprising one because I thought Stanford was really bad but uh, Washington, I mean the Pac-12 the Pac-12 always seems to implode on itself before, you know early in the season for some reason don't know why but that's pretty much the, uh, the top 25 in ACC for the most part recap and everything uh, you know Steelers played yesterday we watched you know, we watched the first half of that game and I think we actually watched I think we watched overtime we watched part of the uh, second half too I thought, I believe You know, Steers dug self in the hole early. They did, they did that Wildcat offense and threw an interception, which I have no idea how they pulled that one off. Stupid asses. But they kept running that play, and um, you know, they had a a, a situation where they could have scored a touchdown, it was you know third you know second and one. They ran a stupid option play and it was third and long and they ended up selling for a field goal. They did pretty well playing with their third string because Mason Ruff took a took a hit, and did, it wasn't a dirty hit. I mean, it just it just happened. Sometimes those things just happen. And that's what that's what it did. The game obviously went to overtime and Pitt, I mean, Steelers had the ball, I almost called him Pitt. And of course, as I'm reading this, I saw the Ravens got the ball back cuz Schuster, you know, caught the ball and then fumbled it. And, you know, checking Twitter, I already knew what was going to happen. You know, you know, certain personalities were going to do it. Of course, I, I joined in. I was like, you know, Schuster's going to uh, spend the next uh, week on um, Snapchat, dressing the football as a baby and carrying it around like a little baby. You know, like how, you know, in high school, you used to, um, they used to give you those, um, those sugar or, or the flour, you know, and you would carry it like a baby pretend like, he was a baby, although my, although I, I, had the football coach as my, um, as my health teacher, and we never had to do that, um, he thought that, he thought it was stupid, so he brought in the, um, yeah, he brought in a sex, he just brought in a sex education, people, and, you know, we put condoms on bananas, and, and we talked about how, um, It was funny as hell because we were putting comms on bananas. We got to see an actual birth of a child, you know, because if if, if that didn't, uh, you know, scar the women as enough as it did. Yeah, we put the comms on bananas, and then one guy was like, one one person in particular, one student said, Well, you know, I just, you can just pull out instead of, uh, you know, using the condom. And the guy was like, Well, then you have, then you have, um, He's like, men have this thing that's called a uh, pre ejaculatory fluid. And he's like, What the? he's like, what's that? And he's like, Well and I guess he had to you know say, well it's pre-cum. He said it's it's fluid that drips out and it can still it can still get a woman pregnant. He said, But I, but I don't have that. I, I've never had that. And the guy's like, No, bud, trust me, it's there. You have it. He's like, but I don't. He's like, nope, nope, you do. But yeah, that was probably the highlight of the whole thing was the whole uh, I'm trying to explain to one well, one 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 of the kids in my class, but you know uh pre ejaculatory fluid or you know, pre cum as they call it. That was a fun that was a fun uh exercise in itself. But I never yeah, I never had to do the um carrying that you know thing of sugar or flour around because the coach football coach thought it was stupid. So Yeah. I'm sure Schuster will do that as far as, you know, the, the, you know, preach ball security, I guess. But, you know, Mark Mann jumped in and, you know, you know, I don't think, you know, Schuster's personal life is conflicting with his football life. You know, ball security is something, you know, there's a lot of things in life, you know, you either have or you don't. I mean, they've been playing this, this game of football since they were kids. And um, I'm sure they know about ball security and whatnot. But some people still can't take care of the football. I mean, look at Steve Slayton. I mean, he when he got into the NFL, he had a 1,000-yard season with the, with the Texans. But then he could not keep the football. He kept fumbling. So he lost his starting job, and eventually he fumbled his way out of the league. And we got that now with James Conner and and Juju. They're both they both have ball control problems, and and, and if they don't uh, do something about it, they're gonna find themselves other starting jobs and probably out of the league eventually. But yeah, a lot of people are upset over it. And I don't think his personal life and what he does, whether it's you know going to proms and playing video games, or it, I don't think it has any bearing on his uh, football life, I mean, the guy is going to spend, after a loss, the guy is going to spend his evenings, you know, carrying a football around, or doing a whole bunch of other crap, going to the gym, it just is what it is, I mean, I'm sure if I was his age, and I had Snapchat, I would do a whole bunch of shit, I mean, what, you know, I do a whole bunch of stuff on Twitter now, I just, I'm, I'm anonymous, and I take, I mean, I, I take pictures of my food, and you know, I post it. And, and I'm sure if I was done anonymous and I had Snapchat, I would do a whole bunch of shit too. I'm sure at, at age 40, probably I would do it. Why not? I mean, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a, I'm a, am a, a, I'm a big kid, I guess you can say. And you know, I'm an IT guy. I have to stay up with with the latest apps and technology, and all, all neat stuff. So I got to stay up to date with this crap. God damn it. So whether it's, you know, Snapchat or TikTok or whatever the hell, you know, or Vines or the hell people do in these days, you know, I got to stay up to date with that stuff. You know, you know, have kids too. And never, you never know, which is the most hilarious part. Cause my, my oldest child, he went, he asked me, he's like, can I get an iPhone? And I'm like, no, you will need an iPhone. And he said, how old were you when you got an, your first iPhone? And I said, 33, you were 33 years old when you got your first iPhone? I was like, yep. Yep, I didn't get an iPhone until I was thirty three years old. in reality, I, I got my first cell phone when I was twenty. It's because when I worked at Circuit City, we we got a deal with Sprint where we can get a phone for employee cost for like ten bucks, and you got a really good plan. The problem is the the phone sucked, the battery sucked. And I really and the phone pretty much was a paperweight for me. I rarely used it. I, pay, I it was a, it was twenty dollars on something that twenty bucks a month on something that I really didn't use anyway but of course I live with my parents so it wasn't a big deal and you know if I need to go find my friends I can just hop in my car and I knew where they were going to be they are going to be either at work or they are going to be at the mall or or somewhere at the park playing hockey who knows so yeah there you know there's that but yeah I don't think what Juju does in his personal time affects anything and I really don't feel it's anybody's business. What he does is what he does. He gets paid millions of dollars and as long as he's training and working hard, staying staying the film, doing all what he needs to do, it's doesn't you know, that's no bearing what he does in the offseason or, or after games. People are just people just need reasons to be mad over stuff. And we'll close and we'll finish up here, guys. But as far as that game was concerned, I mean watching Lamar Jackson play, I mean I wasn't you know, I wasn't too all that I mean all that impressed with with with, with, you know, with Lamar Jackson. Obviously he started out the first two games playing you know, playing two bad teams. Kansas City he did somewhat alright. But he's young and I think you know and he's still developing, and if he de- if he continues to develop his game, he's going to be really he's going to be he's going to be a really good quarterback. I mean, in the case of a Steers fan, you hope he doesn't, you hope he's a bust, you hope he's like Cam Newton, where he doesn't develop his game and he relies on his running ability all the time, or he just flat out sucks and just can't recoverages. But I think you know he'll, he'll you know he may figure it out. I mean, I know he, he cut a lot of flack because you know his draft grade. People were crazy about his arm strength whatnot. But so far, he's made things work. But I wasn't really impressed with him watching him play. And anyways. As you know, there's a um, thing going on right now with uh, the NBA in China. The Rockets are in China because, you know, they have a relationship over there. And the big thing with this was was Daryl Moore tweeted something was standing with Hong Kong, and then he later deleted it. And now the you know the NBA is in damage control mode over this, and of course the, um, the a lot of people are on um, are jumping on this as well, mainly because of how the NBA they see how the NBA jumps on other other team other leagues and other people, for instance. The NBA in particular is always—they're very quick to jump on the NFL over stuff, and of course, they're—they're they're quick to jump into politics and voice their opinions. And I'm sure, as I'm recording this, maybe they stay voiced them already. Who knows? But one of their—you uh, know—one of the— one of the uh, general managers for the teams voiced, you know, uh, decided to tweet his uh, opinion and in the form of a pitcher and now the NBA has its foot in its mouth and for me I think this is a this is an opportunity for the NBA to put its money where its mouth is if you're very conscious about all the issues in this world socially and globally here's your opportunity to put your money where your mouth is you know if you feel that you're better than any other league in this you know in our you're in a pro league in this country, and here you go. Be, be, be the example. Don't I mean? Don't just pick and choose what battles you want to fight. Because so this, this is really what this is. You know, people are saying, "Well, they're so quick to uh, pull their all-star game out of North Carolina over over bathroom issues." Well, here's the thing: the NBA knows they can win that battle because if they pull the all-star game out, they're still going to get their money from North Carolina. People are still going to watch their games. The Charlotte Hornets are, st- are still in, you know, North Carolina, and of course you got Duke and UNC. You got that, you know, them there as well. So the NBA is going to be fine, no matter what. They can win this battle. Now with China, this is a much different battle than that. A lot more political because you, um, China obviously, China's politics are different than ours. And, but you're trying to have a business relationship with them. And yeah, you, a lot of times in business, you got to have business with people or enemies, regardless of their politics. Because that's, you know, money's money. So now they're worried about, the you know, that, that they severed anything. Whether it's, you know, the country's relationship with China or the league's relationship with China. So they're playing damage control over this right now. And I'm sure there's other, other factors in play than just that. I'm sure, you know, there's, you know, a lot of the basketball shoe companies got entities in China, maybe some factories, so this is a pretty big one, so they have to clean this up, I know people don't like this, The maybe, you know, NBA should, you know, be the example, and yeah, this is an opportunity, but I think this is something that they're not going to win, and they need to, um, you know, suck it up, and do something else, and I mean, whatever criticism they take, they're just going to have to take it, that's just all it is, but anyways, guys, I wanted here, again, you guys, baseball playoffs are here, we got more football coming this week, go to mybook.ag, do the promo code share, get some money, you know, put some money in, get some money back, have fun, you guys, have a good week, talk to you later, hell of a